All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming back. This is Angry Fans. I'm your host, Afro. And with me, I got Lord Fish and King Pettycrab. But then we have our new addition to the team. We have Johnny X Boston. Johnny, welcome. All right, guys, we're going to jump right into the topics. You know, we're going to go straight for the NFL. The schedule was released. There was one very embarrassing thing I saw happen down in Dallas with Jerry Jones. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. We'll talk about that later, though. Right now, we're going to go right into our hometown team. I see Johnny X wearing it right now. He's wearing the Super Bowl hoodie, you know, representing the Patriots. Kurt looking good in that Celtics gear, you know. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that later, though. He, he's a bandwagon Patriots fan. I don't know how, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see him in that green. But for right now, man, let's go right into it. John, what are your expectations for the Patriots with the schedule we just got? What are you expecting? We're going to do 14-3. Uh, and three. Um, So we're okay. going to take it out to the Colts, the Bucks. And Tennessee's going to be a tough match. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's my predictions for the for the whole season. Do so you I have us losing to the, Colts, the Bucks, yeah, and who else? Tennessee? Tennessee. I, those are my same losses, except for I, I think we're going to add one more loss. I think we're going to split with the Buffalo Bills, man. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you're going to do one and one with that? Yeah, I can see that. It's another four. So, yeah, yeah. They can't whoop our ass that no one else is going to beat us. The Dolphins are going to take down the Jets, but yeah. <laughs> All right, John, I appreciate that. Uh, Lord Fish, what you got for me? What are you expecting? All right, so I got 12 and 5. Looking at losing at Tampa Bay at home, Titans at home, and then we're going to lose to the Chargers away, and then we're going to split with the Bills and the Dolphins, both going to lose away. I, I've, I, I keep seeing around that. People are giving the Patriots, they say they're going to go eight and nine this year. That's just disrespectful. Which is crazy. But they say there's a lot of moving pieces, and that's why they can't give them, you know, a lot of, a lot of big parts, a lot of big question marks. But I can see it. I can see 12 and five, you know. I don't see us losing to San Diego, man. I, I, I know you're a big Justin Huber fan, or however the fuck you want to say his last name, if you want to be fancy about it. But I don't see that guy. Kid's an absolute stud. Yeah, he's a great, he's a great, great option. And I think he's going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year for sure. But like with his weapons and that team, I don't know if I can trust Austin Eckler, you know, after he went down last year, he was a huge part of that offense. And when he went down, they had a lot of questions. So, and they just lost Hunter Henry. I know they just picked up somebody else. Your cook went to the Chargers, correct? Not positive on that. I'd have to look Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Jared Cook left the new orleans saints and he signed with the chargers yep. and hunter henry signed with the patriots so i don't think there's much of a difference with that addition i'm pretty sure that's what happened um but i don't see jared cook or williams or austin eckler doing anything yep. against our defense i think they'll get some points probably like 14 17 at that but i don't see anything crazy correct jared cook is on the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So I thought I thought it was a solid pickup because Jared Cook didn't do anything in New Orleans, and I don't think he does anything in San Diego. All right, King, let me hear your picks, man. What do you got for us? Uh, I got us losing to I don't hold on, my brain is everywhere. I have us losing to Miami, the Cowboys, the Bucks, Tennessee. So what? Twelve and five. Fuck it, eleven and six. Eleven and six. Yep. Sorry to say. Oh. First of all, I think you're I think you're fucking you must be high right now if you're picking the no. cowboys to beat us. Bro. I'm sober. Sober <laughs> as a bug. 
right, man. I'm, I'm not even going to go into that. I want to go into another NFL topic. You know, we all think the Pats are going to the playoffs. So we are, that's the consensus. We're all agreeing on that. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Okay, cool. Agreed. Okay. We'll, we'll get, we'll get into later that we'll get into that more. Uh, right now, this is the most interesting topic and I'm going to mute some people for this one. Cause I want to hear what he has to say. And then we'll go out, go around and we'll ask everybody <laughs> how they feel. King, I'm going to start off with you, man, right where you ended. This is one of the reasons why I cut you short on the schedule. Cause we already know the Pats are going to the playoffs. Jim Tebow right. is coming back to the NFL. A lot oh, of yes. We're upset. A lot of people are excited. I, I find it hilarious because, you know, Urban Meyer, he gets his job in the NFL. Old college football coach gives it, giving out a helping hand to bring Tim Tebow into the NFL, has him coming in as a tight end. Now, before, before you give any feedback on that, I would like to say the tight end position in the Jacksonville Jaguars depth chart is terrible. They have nobody there, they're trash. So, Tebow going there. I, I, I kind of don't understand the move, but I understand why they did it. It's a nice publicity stunt. It's a nice move to get people into the stadium, get them into that pool where everybody can get shit-faced and drown away their sorrows because their team's going to be trash. I don't care if they got Trevor Lawrence there. But how do you really feel about Tim Tebow coming back to the NFL? Uh, I don't see that working. <laughs> and we don't see the transition. We know, I don't think there's ever been a transition from QB to tight end. QB to wide receiver? Yeah, yeah. We've seen QB to wide receiver with, John, uh, yeah. with Edelman. We've seen wide receiver to quarterback with Ryan Tannehill. Both of them improved themselves. QB to tight end, you're right. I've never seen that. But uh, we we do know a lot of people thought he should be a tight end when he did play in the league years ago. We all Everybody thought he should be a fullback. You know, I think you can have some cool uh, packages for sure if you do have them in there. I could see Tebow throwing up like at least four interceptions in the season with them doing dumbass plays down in Jacksonville. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a terrible outcome, and I know a lot of players are unhappy in Jacksonville. So, you got anything else to say about it? Um, I just don't think he could hold up D ends and D tackles when they rush him. Yeah, I, I do. I think he's going to. Uh, I think. I think the the pass block. As someone who used to play on the old on the old line, I don't think he's fast enough off his feet to be pass blocking and all that. <laughs> Bobby doesn't look too happy with what you said, but before I go to uh, Lord Fish, I'm gonna go over to John. I'm gonna go ahead and mute you, King. John, what you got for me? I'm I'm unmuting you right now. I think you gotta unmute yourself. Let me hear what you got on this team T-ball topic. Honestly, man, I don't know what Urban was trying to do with this. I don't know if it's like mentorship or what. Bro, he's helping out a friend, man. He's trying to put him on. Not, but he's been out the league for how long now? And you're gonna put him at tight end? Like what that and uh I want to talk talk about this. He's been playing baseball, you know, he's with the triple A team with the Mets, and he was doing good things down there. But I mean, we all saw, we all know about Michael Jordan going from basketball to baseball, and we all saw the documentary where they talk about how different it is to work out for baseball compared to a, a basketball or even a football. And football players work out probably harder than anybody else besides actual fighters. So uh, I'm very curious to know, like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, the, he hasn't been training. The dude been broad, broadcasting for the most part. So, like, he hasn't been in the, the, the type of shape or endurance. He's not going to take those hits. That That's why they had the contract, honestly. If he doesn't perform, they're going to cut him. Like, it's plain and simple. So it doesn't really bother me. Hey. So it's not like it's, like, it's guaranteed, like, oh, you're going to be here for a year. Like, if you don't put up, it's like, all right, shut up. But the fact that it's like wasting people's time, it's like, 
it's like, all right, Urban, like you come from college to NFL. You this is the first dude that you try to assign. Like Tim I mean, he did he did draft Trevor Lawrence, so I think everybody's giving him a little bit of break because he has the QB of the future. Supposedly, right now, if you can, if they can actually do it, you know what I mean. But like Tim Tebow, I don't see him doing anything. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, were you gonna start doing like a wildcat? And like, you know, I I don't see it happening. Man. Like, like, like I will say it will be a fun. It will be something to, fun to play with in Madden. But I don't think it will work out in the real life. Well, he's with the Broncos last, the Jets. Where, where, where he got he got cut. Trash. He didn't do I'm pretty nothing. sure. I'm pretty sure his last stint in the NFL was with the Patriots. Oh yeah, that one week. Yeah, no BS. That one week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Did a week he go time. anywhere else after that? I'm gonna unmute you, Bobby. Go ahead, unmute yourself. <laughs> I know he's been waiting to talk about this. Bobby, Bobby, All right. Yeah, All right. Let's. About this. this has to be my favorite topic of the evening. You know, Tim Tebow is a flat-out winner. He doesn't bring any distractions. <laughs> his last his last stint in the NFL, he actually played for the Eagles for a little bit in 2015. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's been training to be a tight end. When he was coming in the NFL, when he was getting drafted, that's all they want. They want this dude to be a tight end. He's 6'3", 255 right now and runs a 4'7". He's got 15 pounds on the average NFL tight end in weight. He's an absolute animal. You know. And the biggest thing about Tim Tebow is he's going to do whatever they want him to do to help out the team to win. He's, it's not about him. If you care less, if he's third on the depth chart, fourth, fifth, it doesn't matter. And like you were saying, Afro Samurai, they have the shittiest depth chart for tight ends probably in 100%. the NFL right They now. have nobody there. Absolutely. So, I mean, the dude had a 3.66 in college. He's got an above-average football IQ. He can definitely learn. He's going to be comfortable at home, you know, with Urban Meyer. And not a lot of people know this, but he's from Jacksonville. He was born in the Philippines, but he moved to Jacksonville. He was actually supposed to play for uh, the Philippines national team in the World Baseball Classic until uh, that got canceled due to COVID-19. But he's a hometown kid. He's in Jacksonville. The fans have been trying to get him there since 2012. And uh you know, when he won that Heisman and when he won that national championship, he was a virgin in college. And, you know, now he's married to Miss Universe from South Africa. This is going to be playing on a whole nother level. <laughs> he got married to this chick 2017. So, I mean, he was already out the NFL. So, as, as you saw in his AAA during baseball, after he got married, his performance was on the up and it up. So, all right, yo. We'll see. Lord Fish. I'm happy. Oh my. I'm happy it. this man finally, you know, <laughs> he lost his virginity. You know, he's finally getting some pussy. I'm happy. His balls have dropped. He's become a real man. Gosh. But I don't give a fuck about his 3.66 GPA or whatever right. you had to say about that. Flow is stupid. John said earlier, right? Like he said earlier, this man is not going to be able to stop a defensive end from running him over and destroying Trevor Lawrence. That, I honestly that think, I honestly think he's watching film. Dancing. <laughs> I think he's like, sat, he sat back, right? And he's on CBS. He's on, you know, he's on TV. He thought he watched so much film and he think he yeah. understands. And I understand. Because I remember that documentary with Adidas. It was Dwight, How um, it was Dwight Howard and um, it was um, Tim Tebow. All in Jacksonville. I get it. He's back home. You know, the Christian family, they're going to pray for him. They're going to do all the prayer. <laughs> the prayer is not going to save him. He can't do it. He's going to get smashed. Four seven. I need to check the four seven time. I doubt it was a four seven. This dude it was a four seven. Four seven one. Four seven one. That's crazy. And he's got fifteen pounds on the average tight end in the NFL. Right, but here's the he's thing. a big body. 
He's he's going to tight end. So regardless of the blocking, I don't think any of us believe he's going to be a good blocker. Do you think he's going to be able to catch that ball in traffic? Absolutely. Can he catch the ball in traffic? Absolutely. Guaranteed. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, we played the Jacksonville Jaguars this year, so I'm very curious to watch that game. January 2nd. I'm very curious to see that game, if he's even on the roster. So he still has to make it through uh, training camp and everything oh, to make the 52-man team, 53-man team, whatever it is. I don't think he's going to make that final cut. I think this is all publicity stunt. Worst comes to worst, he becomes a Jacksonville Jaguar commentator, which I think that's a good move because I do think he is a great commentator. He's very well spoken, and the people love him. But I do not—he's not, not Romo. I don't think he deserves to be. That he's not Romo. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that Tony Romo is one of the best. I can't hate on Tony Romo. Man could not play football, but he could definitely talk with the best of me. But um, I, I don't think things work out with Tim Tebow. But I, I am excited to see him fail. No, this okay. Oh. Quick, quick, quick debate. Let's hear it. Mark Sanchez at Tim Tebow at quarterback. Yep. Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, easily. Tim Tebow. All right, Bobby, that's <laughs> me. I'm, I'm muted. I'll Get the I'll fuck out of here. <laughs> yo, yo, next topic, man. Next topic. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, guys. All right, I'm going to unmute you. I just had to do that. That was just – I can't believe you just agree with that. We all know about the butt fumble, but come on. Mark Sanchez actually – you know, he actually did something besides – you know, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, I'll say, I'll it's, say all, it's all about the heart. Words than Tim Tebow did, too. <laughs> Tim Tebow, he won a playoff game. I'll, I'll never forget that hitting Demarius Thomas against the Steelers for the win. That was amazing. I'll never forget that play. But where's Demarius Thomas at now? You know, exactly. You know, he's gone. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and move along. This is a very sensitive subject that we're going to talk on. Um, we talked on it last week. We're going to talk on it again. But I think this will be the last time we bring this up until something actually happens. Um, Johnny X, we didn't get your opinion on this last time. So I'm going to start off with you on this one. Deshaun Watson, you know, a report came out that people said he was going to go ahead and start paying people off. He was going to start settling in court. And then another report came out, said that is absolutely false. He's still going to fight it, defend his name. What do you think is going to happen with Deshaun Watson? Do you think he plays football in the 2021 season? Um, I think there's a possibility he might play. Really? Drew Bledsoe played when he snapped that girl's neck when he jumped off the stage. Yo, <laughs> what, I, what, what, what I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to make like fun of the situation, like the situation, but like you know, we don't know. We're not the individuals that we're in that situation. 100. So that gets like handled. I don't think the NFL moves. They don't. They don't. Make, they don't. They'll make a judgment. They don't make a move until like the law actually makes a move. And why I brought up like Ben, um, Ben Roethlisberger, um, and like other quarterbacks and stuff like that. I feel like those other instances that were. That were pretty crazy too, as well. And they still I agree hundred percent. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson is innocent, guilty, whatever. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm just saying that I think he might still play. You know, what I mean, whatever happens in court, I feel like, you know, they should whoever is at fault should be at fault, you know. Twenty-two cases. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You yeah, know? the card just stacked against him right now, man. Yeah, exactly. So I agree with what you say. You know, there's been shitty situations in the past where players ended up playing. But I think in, in the past, because you mentioned stuff that happened a lot, a lot longer ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last few years, I think the world's a lot more sensitive now. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like rape, rape is rape is like serious and no matter what era it is. Like, you know, what I mean, it was never yeah, of course. sensitized. You know what I mean? 
but like, yeah. Even with, like, even with murder cases, I feel like Ray, Ray Lewis, he had those charges and he still played that year. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying, like, I, yeah, it's kind of like a touchy subject because it's one of those things until like the courts get involved and handle it, that's when you really find out what's what. And that's when the decision should be made in my decision. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I, I don't, I think it's wild to say, but you know, a lot of people say innocent until proven guilty. You know, even though you have those 22 counts, should this man be allowed to go out there and, you know, provide for his family and still play a game? You know, like, do you think he should be uh, out in the public eye doing what he wants to do? And the crazy part is, you know, he doesn't want to play for the team that wants him. And now there are reports of other teams saying if he's able to get acquitted of everything that's going on, they're willing, they're willing to pick him up and bring him on. Um, so I'm very curious to see if he does play. Do you think he plays for the Houston Texans or do you think he ends up on another team? And uh, Lord Fish, I'll go over to you. I don't see him playing in Houston. We'll say um, if I was Deshaun Watson, I would try to clear my name. Clearly, if you settle and you did something wrong. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. that's I why mean, I was shocked I, when I heard that. I, I hope this dude fights it out because, you know, that means there was no wrongdoing. But, you know, if he pays him off, that's always going to be a smudge on his record. No team's going to want to, you know, no team's going to want him. So, I mean, there's a few teams that could definitely need him, but I can't see him playing in Houston. I don't think he'll play this year, if, especially if he's trying to clear his name. I think it's going to it's going to take a while to do. I agree. I, I honestly don't see Deshaun Watson playing in the the 2021 season, even if he does pay him off or he, he clears his name. I think it's too far gone. If anything, he ends up on the commissioner's exemplist and, you know, we'll see what happens in 2022. Uh, King, you got anything to add on the matter? I think he might not play for more than just one season. You think he's gone forever? Yeah, I think he, I think it depends because they said they're interviewing the ladies. I think he might be banned. Maybe like he might get one of those Josh Gordons. So you think Adele will really make an example out of him like that? Oh yeah. What do you mean? It's a. It's a this no, no, is no, 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 no. Well, all right. If you're proven guilty, I expect that. But like, without being proven guilty, that's really like I know. I no, that's why the NFL is gonna wait. Him, his mental state and for his like sanity, like I don't think it's smart for him to go out and play because it kind of showing like you're downplaying the whole situation at that now, not, you know what I mean? Like, oh, all right, whatever, whatever, they're, they're really nothing. Like, I'm gonna continue doing what I'm doing, you know what I mean? If you was smart, blow it back, hopefully it's by week six, you know, you get the, you get the verdict. Maybe a team wants to sign you, you're in good health, you can do things, but off rip right now, if you was to do that, that would be very drastic. Like, I'll be crazy. I agree, I don't, I don't see him playing. NFL is going to lose money. He already lost his endorsements. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> there's no reason. There's there's a whole movement to this. So I don't see I don't see him playing for like the next, like I said, Josh Gordon indefinitely until his situations are resolved. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, are those women going to come out? Do you see the, um, the lawyer statement? They're not going to settle. So he's going to be out two years. No, the lawyer saying that 22 like, people. he had the, the massage therapist that actually did consent in certain activities and some didn't. So it's like, which ones are tainted, which ones aren't, which ones are coming for money. I feel like some women, the one that didn't make the statement on ESPN, that's very dumb. But 
all the other women have to, judges said that all the other women have to come forth. They haven't come forth to, you know what I mean? I think they don't want their names to be out in the, you know I mean? Newspaper to get harassed themselves. That's the thing. That's the problem right now with just holding everything back. I don't think that's anything. I just think they don't want to settle, so they want to see him rock. So yeah, he gotta do. He gotta deal with it, man. Sooner than later. All right, guys, that's enough of Deshaun. I think we all agree he's not gonna play in twenty twenty one. Um, but we'll see what happens. And whenever we do learn something from the Deshaun Watson camp, because they're being really quiet right now, which I respect, because they should be. Um, we'll we'll see what happens when they finally do speak. No, moving on. This is a very interesting topic. You know, I'm I'm somebody who has just recently started heavily getting involved with cryptocurrency, but now NFL players are making a bold move and they're turning their entire salary into Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. So, um, Bobby, I'm going to jump to you on this one. Do you have anything to say about, you know, players changing the salary into Bitcoin? We have a couple players already that have already started. Do you think this is going to be the new trend moving forward? I mean, I think it's interesting. So that dude, uh, Russell Okung, that plays for, uh, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, plays for the Carolina Panthers. He converted his $7.5 million salary to Bitcoin in December 29, 2020. The price of Bitcoin was approximately $27,318. Bitcoin's price has more than doubled, doubled since then, meaning he has made a large profit. His total salary, including Bitcoin profit, would make Okung one of the highest paid offensive tackles in the NFL and one of the top 25 highest paid players. So, I mean, clearly you got to do your research on it. I don't know anything about Bitcoin. You know, I've never been in that cryptocurrency thing. I know um, he has to get paid through a certain company. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm not too sure about it. I, I know the Sacramento Kings, their owner recently came out and said, to all his staff, anybody that wants to get paid in Bitcoin, you can do it. It's been on other teams, but that's that's awesome. For, for someone like me, like the average show that doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, I'm not going to touch that stuff because I don't know anything about it. But <laughs> as far as I'm seeing, you know, it looks phenomenal. For a guy to, you know, go from nothing to being one of the top 25 highest paid players in the league, sounds phenomenal. Yeah, it was a very small move. And then there was recently a guy who got cut from the Chiefs who requested his entire salary go to Bitcoin as well. Um, so very curious to see where he ends up. But he's a tight end. Uh, what is his name? Sean Sean Culkin. Um, so I'm curious to see where he ends up and how that plays out. Uh, Johnny X Boston, you got anything to say on that matter? Honestly, I think like with the tight end, it's kind of you're gonna get if you're not like an elite player. You, I don't know if you can make that request. Like Odell, I can see you having to like that payout is going to be crazy. The place to do it, I think it's smart. The owner should do it because you know it shows how you value your whole players. If you have a three hundred dollars salary, right? Let's say if you give that out, if you give that Bitcoin, and that doubles, that triples. Now that's that's nine hundred k. Like, come on now, it's just like it's math. Like, you so know. it's funny that you say nine hundred k because Sean Culkin's contract was actually he got an entire sum of nine hundred twenty thousand paid out in Bitcoin. So as long as the market moves right, he's definitely going to have a come up. Yeah, he put a stop loss. That's all you need, baby. That stop loss, you good. <laughs> like, yo, I'm, yo, don't don't go below that. We're good, right? All right? And that's it. You know, you just have to keep your eye on it. You know, you just have to be around right people, watch the market. You know what I mean? It's crazy. You know what I mean? Get trade trading view. All y'all don't know about nothing about stocks. Get that trading view. Read the charts. Get the candles. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just now getting into the cryptocurrency. I recently, you know, invested in a Cardano, 
uh, Dogecoin, and now there's a new one coming out of Shiba. So, you know, I, you know, I plan on making some investments, but putting more money into it. But right now, things are looking good for me. So I'm very excited about the future of cryptocurrency. And I think everybody should look into it. Don't worry, Kuzo, I'll put you on to help you out as well. King, do you got anything to add on the topic? What I had is it's cool for players who have uh, big contracts. So, like, I was looking into it. This some dude, I think he's, I don't know what team. I think it was, like, the Jets or something. He had, like, $6 million put into Bitcoin. I, but for people who got big contracts, it's cool if you're an owner or if you're a GM to, like, you know what I mean, slide that Bitcoin, whatever. But another another question I have is, is the Bitcoin undervalued, over, overvalued? How is it even valued? And does the NFL have a – is the NFL making deals with investment, Bitcoin investment firms? Because how are you just coming out to be like, oh, yeah, here's Bitcoin. So there's some secret society behind that. Um, <laughs> and how do, they, how do they regulate the percentage of the contract that's Bitcoin? Because if you think about it, that's just the rich flooding into the market and doing whatever they want. So because it, like, it doesn't – business-wise, I feel like it's just real cutthroat. <laughs> the rich just get richer. And I think it's good for financial literacy for the NFL players who don't have longevity in the league and who, well, their contracts suck. So I agree with you 100%. That's why I was happy for this dude, Sean Culkin, who did convert his entire contract of only 920000 into Bitcoin because now he has the opportunity to make millions to where before he didn't have that. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's good to think about it. All right, when I first got into cryptocurrency, like 2018, that was around like 18000 right? Yeah. Last year, it dropped to like, what, five, 4000 Last year, right? And it skyrocketed all the way up there. But like, bro, think about it. Like, I have boys that I literally dropped, like bought, like him and their wife. They go, like, all right, we're going to drop like a four stacks on this. Five stacks on <laughs> Like, literally. Like, just, and they really did. And like, think about that, 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 that worth, like that money that like accumulated over time. Like, effortless, bro. The sleepings. Secret it, societies. But no, but think secret society. No, it's, it's literally. It's it is, like bro. Stock. It's just like stock. When, Wall Street does the same when thing. When Bitcoin wasn't, was it managed? Didn't have no management from the government. It went down to five thousand until people, until the people started investing in it and they regulated it, bro. Before regulations, when cryptocurrency was free, like come on, it's weird, bro. Like I said, it's weird. Cryptocurrency was never free. U.S. put a, a lot of blockage. Like all right, so when I was using Binance, when I first started using Binance, two thousand eighteen. You can use it through Japan. Like I didn't have to change my IP or anything like that. Now that I am in US, I'm using the US IP. I can't use the the Chinese or the Japanese Binance. You have to use the like United States Binance. And it's all about it's all about the politics of honestly it goes deeper. And I I probably don't even have the knowledge of why they have stock market, buddy. You know what it's I mean? A, it's, like, it's an evil game. Yeah, it's a whole bunch. Of, yeah, it is. It, well, it, it makes you money. It makes you money mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing. Doge, Doge went up when uh, what's what's this? Elon Musk talked, bro. It's, it's regulated. So it's, you know what's well, funny? Only the people off the top is eating off of it. So that's why I'm saying like it's it's cool, everybody's but... eating off it. Everybody, my I have cousins eating off it. I have friends eating off it. You know, black, white, Asian. No uh, average gay, person. Gay, this is what you know, I mean. Everybody's eating. No off. average person could can buy Bitcoin. So if you're telling an at NFL one point, player, At one point, you could buy it, but you don't have to buy the whole coin. You could buy a percentage. I can buy like Who has $20,000 on, 
off the top to invest, bro. You don't like, have to. Let me stop you there. Buy, you could buy a percentage of the coin. I can buy 5%. And there, there's the no point. And that accumulates well, to more money. You can buy other altcoins. You can buy other things. You can buy Cardona. There's other, like, honestly, there's yeah. more, was it Mordana. There's security coins. There's coins for, like, everything, every type of thing. You have to read the white papers. It's, it's deeper than just, oh, there's a cryptocurrency. Like, what is it for? What does it do? What so, Kurt's like, oh, who's got money to put this and that? Wasn't Dogecoin, like, super, super cheap? And now it's, that's just blowing up? So, hold on a second. Zero, zero, seven cents. After there you Elon go. Musk, after Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live, it dropped considerably. And people were freaking out, panicking, selling, selling, selling. But, but and I thing. actually, I'm not even going to lie. I put like $1,500 into it at like 44 cents a piece for each Dogecoin. So if they go back up, I'm quitting my job. And this is going to be a full-time gig. I'm saying that right now. <laughs> the thing is like, all right, so when people, like people don't understand the world has effect on the stock market and the crypto. It has effect on all types of markets. Bro, Wall Street as well. Sports. And you know that too. The, come on now. The, like the Great Depression or the recession, all that stuff. Like, had, I think the world has effect on the market. <laughs> and you know that, bro. All right, guys. We're going we're gonna to end that conversation on that note. We're going to move on to something more fun to talk about and i'm i'm kind of excited to talk about this one because when i saw the news of this i was like what the fuck is going on in the nfl how are they going to allow this to happen and then my second thought was who the hell is going to be the first one to go and do a touchdown celebration over here so if you haven't seen already the oakland raiders have announced that they're going to have a nightclub in their end zone so right behind the end zone it's going to be an open open room nightclub where people are going to be able to go there drink order food I wouldn't be surprised if we see people sniffing lines in the middle of a touchdown replay. I would not be surprised if we see some wild shit like that going down in Vegas. So I, I'm curious to know, do you think other teams are going to, you know, broaden their horizon and, and do new things for people to, to, you know, take advantage of, you know, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars with that pool. You know what? That's where Tim Tebow is going to be. He's going to be commentating from the pool. He's going to lose his job in the NFL. He's going to be commentating from the pool. I just want to throw that out there. But, you know, you have the pool in Jacksonville, and now you have a nightclub in Oakland. What do you guys see? I mean, not Oakland. I'm sorry, Las Vegas. Where do you guys see that going moving forward with other teams? Uh, Lord Fish, I'll start with you. All right. For the whole nightclub thing, I just want to put, you know, let everybody know what it entails because I don't know how many people know what a nightclub is. So it's 11,000 square foot Winfield Club is set to bring the party to the north end zone of the $2 billion stadium, featuring everything, everything one would expect from a high-end nightclub in Las Vegas. The space includes premium bottle service, two DJ booths that will feature acts from Wynn's DJ roster, 42 televisions, a 9-foot by 35-foot LED screen, and a 45,000-watt sound system. The Winfield Club sits at the field level, spanning the entire length of the north end zone. Ticketed fans can sit in the nearly 11,000-square-foot venue anchored by booths and appearances by Wynn's nightlife roster of DJs. That includes the Chainsmokers, Alesso, Diplo, and Dylan Francis. Those sitting in the stadium nightclub can score a premium bottle service. But, I, I mean – it's How Las Vegas. Is? How much do you think that ticket is? That's the thing, too. Like, are they going to expect to dress, like, all dressed up and stuff like that? Are they going to be able to wear Raiders stuff? Like, no. what's going on here? But, like, the only other places I can see doing this are, like, big marketplaces like like Miami, maybe, 
LA. Like, I can't see every team doing this. I can this see is... SoFi Stadium. We haven't really seen SoFi Stadium, you know, with the Chargers uh, and who else? Oh, the Rams. I- I'm very curious to see what they're going to do to compete with this because they're going to have to do something with that big ass fancy stadium they got over there. You know, and with New England, we have Patriots Place. So you have a whole, you know, you have a whole outside thing right outside of Gillette Stadium. I don't know what teams can compete with this. I think the Miami Dolphins would be have to be the next team to do something crazy stupid because, you know, it's Florida. I feel like if anything stupid's going to yeah. happen, I could see them doing like a Florida gator pit. Go, go feed or pet a gator. You know, something dumb. <laughs> I mean, but the whole thing is like, I mean, it's awesome, right? It's awesome to think about this, but does it take away from the game of football? Is like the noise from the nightclub going to affect the game? Like, I just – there's too many question marks. I don't know how they're going to fit it all in there and what's going to happen. Like, are people going to try to sneak into it that are in the regular stands? Like, Oh, a hundred percent. We'll probably see people get arrested every yeah. game. All right. So now I got a question. I want to know, and I want you guys to place your bets right now. Who do you think the first player is going to be to score a touchdown there and try to do something stupid at the nightclub for a touchdown celebration? If you're going to put your money on anybody in the NFL, who do you think will do something like that? King Petty Crab, I'll start off with you. Who do you got? Who's that reckless? I don't. I feel like everyone's civilized in the NFL right now. Yo, right? I wish Ocho Senko still played yeah, right now. Like, he's he's my first bet. They'll, like, throw the beer on the on their uniform. Some shit. <laughs> All right, Johnny X Boston, what you got for me, bro? Who you think is gonna go into the nightclub for a touchdown celebration in their first game? I don't know. Is that Ezekiel or um? Odell? I can see Zeke doing something like that. Yeah, Zeke might do it or Odell, because Odell, you know, he's always on the dance moves or something like that, trying to you know be funny like that. But yeah, Zeke. Yeah, is that one of those two? I'll say. All right, Fish, what you got for me, man? Who you who you think? I mean, I'm just gonna say it's gonna be somebody on the Raiders, just because they're gonna be there, you know, yeah. the whole time. I'll say Henry Ruggs or Josh Jacobs, just because they got the most likely chance to score. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. A defensive team. Yo, defense. Yeah, that, that's Yo, what defense I was thinking. Is, fuck the fuck the fuck the uh <laughs> the camera shit on the at the end at the fucking power line or whatever. They're gonna get crazy, you know, like the whole defensive team is gonna thing- be there. So the thing is that got me, right? So the whole Al Davis, right? You got the black hole, you got the gritty, the black hole from Oakland, right? Now I feel like it's transforming to like this whole like nightlife star glamour type situation. Cause now you have a nightclub in there. Like, is it really the black hole now? Cause it's still a it's deals hole. on deals. You got Diplo in the nightclub. Like, do you know Ain't how smoke is in the nightclub? That's I want to know. Is it like when Al Davis died, is it his will or something like that? I want a nightclub. Of, I want a nightclub in my stadium. Like, y'all have to do this. And like, our right, Al Davis Jr. was like, all right, daddy, I want to do this for you. Like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of crazy. It's gonna be extra. And like, like, um, like Fish said, like, what Fish said, like, honestly, with the whole the noise situation, how's that gonna work, bro? Or you're pretty do it sure with or, like is it gonna be a pregame and halftime situation or based off the based off the pictures I saw, it looked like it was open room, which I don't think it can be open room with all those TVs and everything. I don't know how it's gonna play out. But no, yeah, I saw the pictures. It had like a view looking into the field. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, but oh. now that I'm hearing there's gonna be 42 TVs, I didn't know all those details. Why first of all, Wait. why do you need all those TVs when the the, the field is right there? Well, like, what? 
You plan on watching uh, other shit besides the game? I know it's going to be open when there's no game, so I understand why there's TVs, but, like, come on. Yeah, it's going to be. Like, what's up? But I do think I think the first person to celebrate in the bar, I think it's going to be a division rival. Uh, you know, they're big rivals with the Chiefs. I think Tyree kills the first one to go in there. I think Tyree kills going to do something stupid. Yeah, I think I can see him doing one. that because he loves talking a lot of shit. He's <laughs> All right. Do you guys see any other stadiums or any other teams doing something wild like this in the future? Can you guys see anything? Do you have any Miami. on that? Jerry in Miami, like Jerry Jones in Dallas, this dude loves anything big and flashy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with the Jerry Jones pick. And, you know, I'm happy you said that because now I'm going to go into my new topic for the show. And it's called <laughs> grinding my gears. And I'm going to start off and I'll go one by one afterwards. But what really grinds my gears and what fucking pisses me off is that dumbass. I don't know if you guys saw it. Schedule release video. <laughs> that the Dallas Cowboys released with fucking Jerry Jones and Post Malone. I don't know what the fuck that was. I thought that was fucking stupid. It was so corny. I was happy to see Dak on his feet, you know, standing next to Zeke. I was happy to see that. But besides that, why are you so happy for another losing season? Like, what? If you're a Cowboys fan listening to this, what? you have no reason to be happy right now. You, you guys looked terrible last year. You're going to look terrible again this year. I know somebody here already said that they think they're going to beat the Patriots. He's high. Excuse him. Don't listen to what he's saying. But come on, man. Get, get the fuck out of here. I, I, I'm done with Jerry Jones. That dude, he either needs to die or retire. And if you feel, if you're upset about that, I don't care. Go fucking hug a teddy bear. Get a happy meal from McDonald's. Do something. But something needs to happen with that team or they're never going to go back. The fact that they were looking at trophies from 95 and before that, like, come on, bro. It's been 20 plus years. Get over it. Get over it. You, you ain't nothing. You're not America's team. You're, you're a waste of space. And I'm, I'm tired of it. All it's right. Like, it was like the Chicago 1985 Bears doing this. <laughs> come on. Not like it didn't work back then. Corn. <laughs> I can't say anything about that because they beat our Patriots. I wasn't born yet. So, I, you know, I wasn't a witness. But it was the tackiest thing ever, though. Still, they won. But it was like, you did. That was the last time I've seen anything, seen, I ever seen anything like that. So, um, yeah, that was just tacky as hell. I agree with you, bro. I agree with you. All right, man. Uh, King, I'm going to go to you next, man. What's grinding your gears right now? What's pissing you off in the sports world, bro? Let me hear it. Warriors fans right now. Warriors fans? Yeah. Why is that, man? Right now, they're they're fighting in a playing spot. They're about to play yes, the Lakers. Yes, it doesn't matter. That's not real basketball. That's made for Zion League. That's This is the Zion League now. This is where the media creates the narrative in basketball. Whatever they want to do, they fucking do. But Stephen Curry's not MVP. His team sucks. <laughs> Um, I can't wait till they blow up that team like the Boston Celtics. And yeah, there we go. That's what grinds my gears. Everyone thinks he's MVP, but he just sucks. Well, not him. Yo, team. what? The team. <laughs> not him. Okay, I'm happy you fixed that because we all know Curry doesn't suck. He's definitely the best point guard in the league. And we'll we'll talk about other point guards later on. So we'll we'll get more into that. But um, I do agree with you, Warriors fans. They're a little fucking over the top. They're really dramatic, and I agree with you 100% on that. They need to chill the fuck out. But, um, you know, if there was no playing tournament, they would still be the eighth seed, and they would still be a playoff team. So I don't think you're giving them enough credit. I don't think you're giving Steph enough credit. And uh, I do think he is this league's, this year's MVP. No, and uh, that, that's that's still my pick. No, he's not. It's but, okay. Yeah. That's your opinion. It's my opinion. You know, who, who are you picking? You picking Jokic or Embiid? Who are you picking? 
Yo, Joker. Why, why, why would I? Would it, why wouldn't I pick Joker, who played almost every game? Like you're, you're delusional. Once again, Steph Curry beat him in his own arena. Okay, it doesn't matter. And they have that doesn't matter. Chance. It doesn't matter. Everything predating this Zion William NBA now, he like, dude, it don't make sense, bro. He's I'm not, not in the play. I wouldn't play. even call it. I wouldn't even call play. it Zion's league. John, John Morant's the better player between the two. I'm sticking. No, with I, I agree. I don't. Yeah, that's all that matters, as long as we agree. All right, we're going to move on to the next person, Johnny Xbox. What's going on? What's grinding your gears in the sports world right now? Honestly, I'm still kind of disappointed on, like, the whole quarterback situation with the Patriots, man. Like, what do you mean by that? We we have Cam. He came back for another year. We just drafted a rookie quarterback that has a promising future. You're upset? For the most part, I like, like Cam, like – he, they bring him at 25th right now. I feel like they should put like more respect on his name. Like he's really gonna put up. I mean, bro, like, I'm so we're gonna have him. Lower. Have... <laughs> he's lower than 25. Bro, I, Cam Newton is one of my favorite players. I love Cam Newton. Don't get me wrong, but based off last season, those rankings are based off last season. Once again, he had no offensive line. He had no weapons. He threw. <laughs> no, I'm you already know and what he did. Like, ten interceptions. The Jalen Brown injury, like the wrist injury, that's what really like kind of hurts. That's what really hurts me right now. Like, yeah, man, you said that breaks my heart right now. What are we gonna do? That that, that honestly really pisses me off. Free the fact JT, that this, man. this man JT got hurt stuff. right before the playoffs. You know, we have a playing game against Charlotte, and then right after that, once we beat Charlotte, a lot of people think we're gonna lose to Charlotte, and that really pisses me off. We don't need JB to beat Charlotte, but we do need JB to beat Brooklyn. So Free once JT. we go against Brooklyn, we're we're gonna get exposed hundred percent. And uh, I'm really sad about that. And I hope Brad ends up on the hot seat after this. I don't think he will be, but Brad and Danny both need to be on the hot seat. You know, they did one good thing. They brought in Evan Fournier, and he's a 20 points per game player before he got here. But he hasn't really shown that in Boston besides one time. So if he can step up, we might get that substitute. But once again, Fournier is not going to be the JB that we need. We need. We definitely needed all of them to compete. Yeah, I didn't think that was a sign that they thought they were going to get like when they yeah. signed in, I think they wanted something more. They, that that wasn't it. Yeah, yeah, no, right, that wasn't it whatsoever. But we'll we'll see what happens. We'll talk about that when that comes. Uh, playoffs start soon for the NBA. Lord Fishman, what's going on? What's grinding your gears in sports right now? What's happening? All right. So as everybody saw this past Thursday, Jason McCourty signed with the Dolphins. My biggest thing that grinds my gears in sports does regardless of sport is when someone signs with the fucking somebody in the division or with a rival. I mean, for us, our hometown teams, like over the years, we saw Ray Allen go to the fucking Heat, saw Johnny Damon leave, Drew Buzzo went to the Bills. Jacoby Ellsbury left. Yep, list goes on. I mean, even if you go outside of our our teams, you look at T.O., he went from the Eagles to the Cowboys. It's, it's, you know, Brett Favre went to the – I mean, um, the Vikings. It just drives me crazy, like – you come to a place, you know, the fans accept you, you get respect, everybody loves you, you know. They try to make you feel welcome, and then you fucking stab them in the back and go to the fucking rival or go to somewhere in the division, which is absolutely insane. At least at least do what Brady did and fucking sign in a different conference. Now, hold on. Do you really think it's a, a stabbing in the back? Because once again, like, I've been paying attention to the Patriots offseason. They weren't planning on bringing Jason McCourty back. You know, it was no secret that he wasn't coming back. And what's a better FU or a middle finger than to play against a team that didn't want you anymore, to show them that you you 
you deserve that position and you fucked up. Now he gets to play them two games a year and prove himself in those two games. So he's saying F you to his twin brother. So I hope he gets exposed. I hope he gets exposed. <laughs> Why wouldn't you expect him to sign with Florida, um, Flores? Like, that was his last um, defensive coach. I mean, you want to go to Florida? Go fucking sign with Tampa no, Bay. No, 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 go sign Florida, with Jacksonville. Flores, Flores was his coaching. Like, like, no, I get that. I understand Florida. that. But, like, it's just – No, I get it. Trust me. can't do it. Curtis Martin, Bledsoe. Uh, all of them, every single last one of them, it always hurt. But they, Judas, the FU, they always want to come back. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I was worth it. Every everybody wants to do that. You know what I mean? Whatever sport it is, like honestly, what hurt even more when Johnny Damon went to the Yankees? That 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 is more of like a like a FU to an organization. Like the Dolphins, I'm like, eh. No, no, so pretty. So I still, we're gonna smash on them anyway. So it's like whatever to me. Yeah, I agree. I, I did think it was weird in the draft when uh the Cowboys and the Eagles traded. That was that was weird, like because like what are you doing? It ended up working out for both teams, but like once again, you're competing against each other for the future, and yeah, okay. I, I don't I don't understand why you would help each other out, especially when you didn't have to. Um, the Cowboys could have still got their guy. The the Eagles definitely wouldn't have got the receiver that they picked, but you know it ended up working out for both teams. But I didn't agree with that trade. Um, but besides that, when a player like Brett Favre going back to Minnesota to um, play against Green Bay, I love that move, man, because I didn't care about either of those teams. But the fact that he was able to take that team to an NFC championship and Green Bay was like, fuck, we fucked up. You know, I thought that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I know. I agree. And I respect all your opinions there. Um, we're going to go into our next topic. You know, once again, this show moving forward is going to be heavily, heavily you know, very influenced team uh, for fantasy football, fantasy basketball. We're going to let you know who to draft, who to sit, who to take, who to trade for, what you should do, PPR, non-PPR. But right now we're going to do our early first round mock draft predictions. Um, basically, I'm going to give you my top 12 picks. I'm going to have these guys tear them apart, tell me what's good, what's bad. And then I'm going to have them give me their picks. So right now I'm going to start it off. I think the consensus number one across the board for everybody is going to be our white boy down in North Carolina, CMC himself. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. That man can play football. Even though he was injured last year when he came back, he was still the go-to guy. Um, right behind CMC at number two, I have Dalvin Cook. Uh, I don't think anybody can argue Dalvin Cook. The only reason why I'm giving Dalvin Cook number two is because he's more of a, a legit running back to where CMC does it all in all aspects of the offense. That's the only reason why I'm giving CMC number one, Dalvin Cook number two. Coming in at number three, I have Saquon Barkley. I think he's going to get comeback player of the year. You know, the man is a monster. He's fast as fuck. The Giants really have no weapons on offense, and I think he's the main focal point. So hopefully he can stay healthy and fight through it. But I think he's going to be a, a, a very easily number three pick. And if you don't have faith in him, my number four pick, Derrick Henry. And the only reason why I'm putting Derrick Henry behind Saquon is because there's other weapons in Tennessee. I think A.J. Brown's going to have a big year. And Ryan Tannehill likes to run his a little bit himself. But Derrick Henry is going to be that workhorse back you could trust. Um, but, yeah, if you don't like Saquon at three, I would pick Derrick Henry. But Saquon at four for sure. Number five, Alvin Kamara. With Drew Brees gone, you know, you're going to have Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill. I don't know what's going on at quarterback. Maybe Aaron Rodgers ends there. Who knows? But as far as I know right now, Alvin Kamara is still one of your number one running backs that can still catch in the backfield. 
Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, I see them throwing down a lot. I don't see him going deep. Um, so Alvin Kamara is going to be that safety blanket back that you could trust, uh, especially in PPR. That dude's definitely going to get mad points. Uh, right, right after Alvin Kamara, if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, I have Devontae Adams at number six. And right now, Devontae Adams last year, technically, if you wanted to be wild in a PPR league, you could draft the number one overall, but that's just fucking stupid. <laughs> so if you have the number six pick, you can even draft him as early as number five. I think Devontae Adams is a safe pick with Aaron Rodgers as your guy. Right last year, he was number one across the board in everything for wide receivers. And I don't think you can compete with that. I think he repeats himself. Um, and there, I don't think there's any competition at number one for wide receiver, especially with Michael Thomas and Julio Jones. And you're going to see in my top 12 picks falling out of the top 12. They're definitely not first round picks, in my opinion. Whether or not these guys agree, we'll hear in a little bit. Um, after Devontae Adams, I think it's an easy number seven pick at Travis Kelsey. Come on, man. That's Patrick Mahomes' number one guy besides Tyree Kill. And I'm going to go right into the next one right after Travis Kelsey. I have Tyree Kill. So whether, you, whether or not you want to have them at seven or eight, I think you can flip-flop those guys. But I think Travis Kelsey is more of a red zone threat to where um, – you know, Tyree Kill is going to get you those yards. Either way, they're going to keep you alive and keep you competing for points. Um, right at number nine, I got Zeke moving back into the top 10. Now, my cousin over here, Lord Fish, he had Zeke on his team, and he'll tell you firsthand, last year come playoff times, he wasn't somebody you even wanted on your roster. He was not worth it. But now that Dak's coming back and Dak's going to be healthy, I think Zeke goes right back into the top 10 easily. And if you don't think so, I think you're crazy because he was number two in all running backs before Dak went down. So I, I think that's an easy pick. Uh, number 10, I'm going to go Stefan Diggs with Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs to me is a deep threat. He's in an easy division. His only tough competition is going to be really against the Patriots. Um, but even then, I still think he's going to be worth those deep threat throws. Uh, I think he'll still steal. He's, way too, he's just way too fast. And he's going to catch at least six, seven, eight balls a game. So PPR, he's going to be your go-to for sure. Uh, after that, DeAndre Hopkins, besides Devontae Adams, he was a clear number one wide receiver last year. And I think that that tandem is only going to get better. Last year was just their first year together. So seeing those two, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, I think you'd be a fool not to take him in the top 12. Now, a lot of people have him like 15 to 20. I think you'd be stupid not to take him as uh, your number one wide receiver if all these other guys are gone. Um, last to end it off, I'm going to go with another running back, Aaron Jones. Uh, once again, um, he's the only running back down in Green Bay right now. Uh, Jamal Williams is gone. So I think it's he had a great year last year, and I think moving forward he's going to be relied on heavily, especially if Aaron Rodgers is gone. He might move up. Um, he might even be a top five pick, depending on how you want to look at it. We'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers, but he's definitely in my top 12. So once again, this is for PPR. Um, if anybody disagrees, please step up. Uh, I'm going to go over to Lord Fish to hear what he has to see, uh, if he has anything he wants to combat against me. But uh, those are my top 12 picks for fantasy. Once again, we're only in May, but we will give we will do mock drafts and we will do actual drafts live on the show, and you guys will see what actually happens. So, Lord Fish, what do you got for me, man? So, like you were saying, you know, I had Zeke last year. Zeke sucked at the end of the season. But like right after Dak Prescott went down, after like week five, he was trash. Well, the but yeah, right when right when Dak Prescott went down, it was terrible. The dude went an average over like ten points, completely fucked me up. Um, besides that, I mean, I know you had Travis Kelsey last year, but what makes you want to take him first round over any? What about Kittle? 
You want to take Kittle over Travis Kelsey? So to me, George Kittle, he had, he got injured last year. Um, so the reason why I actually had I did have George Kittle last year. I didn't have Travis Kelsey. Um, and George Kittle was I actually had the seventh pick, and I drafted George Kittle last year at number seven. Um, the reason why George Kittle fell out is because of the QB situation in San Fran. I'm not going to trust a rookie quarterback, and I definitely don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. There's a reason why they want to move on from him, and we'll, we'll see what happens with the QB situation. I do think George Kittle is a number is um you know he's definitely in the the second round for sure. I think he's definitely going to be top three tight ends uh, when it's all said and done. Um, but I'm not going to take him in the first round. I, I just can't do it. You like Adams like that? Adams not even my twelve. Though. I don't like Adams like that, bro. Devonte Adams? Nah, man. Bro, you violent? I probably honestly no BS. I'll probably take Hill and Jefferson before I take Adams. I'll probably take Nick Chubb before I take Adams. I'll probably go running back, running back before I go Adams. So I mean, if you, if that's how you run your team, by all means, I do have Nick Chubb at like the 15 spot. No, no, no. It's not about how you run your team. It's like what is available at the best position at the time that you select your player. Well, once again, there. so Devonte Adams last year, not only was he number one in targets, he was number one in yards per route. He was number one in everything, red zone targets, red zone share. Um, just point-wise, I can't pick Nick Chubb or Justin Jefferson or any of these other guys over him based off his numbers. Like, statistic, I would have to he – he's definitely my number one wide receiver this year. And the only reason why I'm putting Diggs over Hopkins is because Diggs is a crazy deep threat, and I think he's going to get more points per game than DeAndre Hopkins. But I can't put anybody else over those three. No, I like Diggs. I like Diggs as well. I just – um. I don't know. I, I picked Adams in like a few years back, and honestly, I guess he screwed me over. And I was like, yeah, ever since then, I kind of was like, mm, I don't really like him. Well, last year, he's the reason I didn't make the playoffs. So <laughs> <laughs> that man can make or break your season right there. It's all about the smart pick. Um, King, you got anything for it? Say, Jonathan Taylor. We were talking about this earlier. I think Jonathan Taylor. If a uh, top 12 pick? Yeah. Because he's gonna well, depending on Hines, he he's really there like running. Like he's I'll say he's probably like Hines is their pass back, he's just a run back. So he gets most of the workload. I don't think there's anyone behind him over there. So he definitely I'll put him, I'll probably put him a little I'll put him a little bit above Chubb. There's just too much offensive weapons with Chubb. Yeah, on, Chubbs, on the Browns. Chubb's going to be splitting the backfield with Cream Hunt. So there, yeah, there's other people Hunt's, back there. Cam, he might go above Chubb at this point. because he Cam Akers? Have, yeah. He doesn't have um Brown there anymore. No, you're absolutely right. I, I do think Cam Akers is a top 20 player overall. I do think he's in the top 20 um, moving forward. But um, I also don't trust L.A. So I, I don't know how that's going to go. He's not he somebody had, that I would draft. But if I needed a running back, I'll go for him. He disappeared. I had him off and on. He was sitting on the waivers when I needed needed a few dubs. Yeah. So there's one guy that none of you mentioned that I the one of the reasons why I have Nick Chubb and uh, Jonathan Taylor back is because I still have faith in Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler got hurt last year, and even when he came back, he's Justin Herbert's safety blanket 100. percent And when he plays, he's gonna be crazy. He was my number one running back last year. And I got I got screwed because I had faith he was going to hold me down, and he got hurt really early. So I think with a, a healthy Austin Eckler, I think they're going to be really good in San Diego. Not good enough to beat the Patriots, but I think they're going to be good enough to compete fantasy-wise. 
And I think Austin Eckler is going to be one of the top top 10 running backs to end the season for sure. You guys got anything else to add on fantasy? Anything you want to talk about fantasy related? Yeah, sure. What's the earliest you draft a quarterback? The earliest I draft a quarterback? Let's hear it. So it depends on if I'm playing fantasy with idiots like you. Um, This dude, this dude, honestly, that's the round draft last last season. Patrick Mahomes selection. (laughs) That, oh, man. So for those who don't know, everybody here was in our fantasy football league last year. Um, Lord Fish here decided to draft Patrick Mahomes in the first round. Um, throwing it off like crazy, and other people panicked. I didn't. I didn't. Tra- I didn't draft him in the first. Got him in the second. Like a weird time. Yeah, I had I had Zeke in the first. Yeah, and, and then I had Patty Mahomes Patrick in the second. Mahomes number two. I, either way, it's still too early. It, it just like it just messed up the whole rhythm of things of what I expected, and I was like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. This wasn't supposed to happen like this. I'm so. I drafted Matt Ryan in like the ninth round, which I was totally content with because um, everybody else was gone by that point because everybody panicked and grabbed the quarterback. But I still ended up with Matt Ryan, so I was cool. <laughs> so a little backstory to this. A quarterback, I don't think you should have a quarterback, you know, because you, you have to fill in your running back spots. I think you need to start strong with running back. This is just my opinion. You need to start strong with running back, then go after wide receiver, tight end flex, See what what quarterbacks are available. I'm not picking a quarterback till till my seventh or eighth pick, ninth at the latest. Um, but once again, it, it depends on how my team is at that point in time. I don't feel like there's a few quarterbacks worthy of like a second or a third round pick. No, because I think you can you you can build your team to you know to be stable throughout the season. Why would I draft a quarterback early? Yeah, you're right. You know, Pat, Patrick Mahomes won you like one or two games that you know came in clutch. But I, I think you still could have got got me seventy Patrick. points one I'm week. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can get Pat Mahomes by like the fourth or fifth round at the earliest. Um, some dude drafted Lamar Jack. The reason I took Patty Mahomes is because some dude drafted Lamar Jackson like two picks before me. Made him panic, and then after that, everything. yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was like, got nervous. When I saw Lamar Jackson, I don't even care. I'm like, all right, there's always that one person that gets like a tight end or a quarterback in the third or in like the, the or second. Note. I'm like, all right, whatever. That dude's a nut. Thank you for the running back and wide receiver, buddy. You know what I mean? And that's it. Because <laughs> like, honestly, when my cousin used to do it back in the day when it was like paper, like whatever and all that, all that good stuff, he said, tell me, I'll like, always go for the running back and wide receiver because running backs, that are going down or getting injured, you never know who's going to be a hundred percent. That's why you need at least three, four running backs to hold you over for the season. You saw, you saw my team, honestly. I think I overdrafted our running backs. I was like, damn, do I really need six running backs right now? Yeah, but you got hit up with auto draft last year, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, at the end, yeah, for, yeah, you know, nervous. It didn't happen this year, though. <laughs> nervous, yeah. This year, we're doing a hundred dollar buy in 12 man league, winner takes all. Second place gets not the winner takes all hundred dollar buy-in, so twelve hundred dollar pot. And then I'm also gonna have an angry fans trophy to hold it down. So that will be oh, happening. Yes, that will be happening for a fact, and we'll have the trophy ready before kickoff starts. So don't worry about that. I already have that in place. Um, but we'll get that going later on. We're gonna go on to something that happened this past weekend. We're gonna talk about the Kentucky Derby, and I'm gonna start off with Lord Fish because we all saw what happened. We all saw who won. And then we found out that this motherfucker got caught cheating. And this isn't his first time. This has been going on for 40 plus years, but it's still happening. How? I don't know. Apparently, he has another race coming up on Saturday. It's just not the same horse. 
But if it happens continuously, how is this man still in the sport? How is this possible? Why isn't it like baseball or NFL or anything where you just cut? No more, bro. You get one strike. That's it. You're done. I, I, I don't get it. But um, Lord Fish, let me know what's going on. What's happening in the Kentucky Derby? All right. So a little backstory on this. The Derby happened May 1st. The horse, Medina Spirit, won. But on Mother's Day, the news broke that the horse failed to pull rate. Post-race drug test. Hall of Fame trainer Bob Baffert has now been banned from Churchill Downs, where the race takes place. Baffert denied all wrongdoing and promised to be fully transparent with the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission during its investigation. Baffert's barn received word Saturday that Medina Spirit had tested positive for an excessive amount of steroid. I'm not even going to try the name, which is sometimes used to treat pain and inflammation in horses. The only horse to be disqualified for medication after winning the Derby is Dancer's Image in 1968. Fifth horse from Baffert's barn to fail a drug test in the last year. The steroid is legal in Kentucky racing rules, but has to clear the horse's system 14 days before the race. Baffert said his barn was told that Medina Spirit was found to have 21 picograms of the steroid, slightly more than double what the trainer was said was allowable amount in a post-race sample. If you've been on the race, nothing changes. There are no refunds. Doesn't matter if they ended up uh, overturning the results and giving it to the second horse. That's why there was a hundred and fifty five point four million that was bet on the race in total, which is absolutely insane. But and I know people a- I know people like your father, my uncle Bob, I know he he benefited from this race. He won with the the, the cheetah sports. Mm-hmm. So some people made out on this and other people got fucked. Like if I had that second place horse and I put money down on that, I'm bullshit, bro. You better give me my fucking money back. I'm showing up to that track ready, fucking ready. <laughs> and if you, I'm going to jail. That's all I got to say, but I don't, I don't gamble on horse races. So I don't got no problems, but it's funny. You said that they're allowed to use that steroid. It just has to be out of the system by the time. Yeah, the it just ha- it has to be out of the horse's system 14 days before the race. So that, that so, gives me more insight on why this motherfucker has been doing this for 40 plus years because it's allowed. Yeah. So well, yeah, it depends. Not- it's that's all I, I know for a fact. It's legal in Kentucky. I don't know about other states. I mean, but I do know. Derby, so we know what happened in Kentucky. So I do know. In the past year, like I said, this is the fifth horse to fail a drug test from the steward's barn. So it's not like like the first incident. I feel like it should be very simple. Like if you get caught once with one horse, I don't care how many horses you have, how many races you compete in. If one horse gets caught in your stable, that should be a wrap. You shouldn't be allowed to compete for the year. So I feel like that's just how it should be. But I'm just an outsider. I'm not a fan of the sport. I don't watch the sport. I don't follow it. But that's just my opinion. Five in one year, right? What about the 30 that happened within the 40 years of his past? That's wild right there. 30 over 40. That's crazy. (laughs) The 40 years that he's been in the game, he's been been caught 30 times. That's what's crazy. But what's even more crazy is you only won twice. Like, bro, like, how are you going to take a drug to make you better? And, like, you still suck. Like, stop. Just give it up. I mean, based off what he said, everybody's cheating. They're just not dumb enough to get caught. (laughs) <laughs> but, then it's, but like he, he got caught like a lot of times though he got caught 30 times within the 40 years and he only got caught five within the last like one year so it's like all right bet 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw the last time he he won was in 2002, and he got caught cheating in that race too. <laughs> but like, how many like what um with um what's that dude? In, all right, I'm not a huge like baseball fan, but um the dude from the Cardinals, Rose. Um, for cheating, right? Yeah, you talking about Pete? Yeah, Rose? yeah the, the Cincinnati Reds. Reds. Yeah, sorry, Reds, my bad. So like, how many times he got caught once, right? And then he was done. That was it. So right? Pete Rose got caught gambling. But either way, he was cheating on the game. He was yeah. yeah. He tarnished, he tarnished the name of the game. After that, that's it. That's it. Like if if all right, if Watson can get can tarnish the NFL, right, and do that, Pete Rose, if he can do that, why is this dude getting thirty or so more chances? You know what I mean? It's like you know, I feel like it's kind of you choosing well the sports. The, I, I don't want to compare the Watson situation. If anything, I'll compare Jordan because like, I know yeah, because he's not guilty. I apologize. That's on himself. Played game. Jordan was a huge gambler. We all know, you know, his pops, God rest his soul, you know, he lost his life over gambling, all that shit. You know, there's a whole bunch of stories going on with that. But um, like Pete, I don't know, baseball, the, they don't fuck around in baseball. They, they they don't look at it like that at all. You know, I don't know if you know the history of like Shoeless Joe Jackson, and like the team that tried to throw the World Series. And he almost single-handedly won it himself. It's an amazing story if you don't know it, competing against his own team, bro. Uh, and he still didn't get credit. And, you know, they banished this man. So Pete Rose is a sad story that he's one of the best players to ever play, but they don't give him the credit he deserves. Um, it's it, it's wild, well, man. Why, why bring up those examples? Because, like, all right, you know what I mean? Even though he was a great player and all that, he got he got caught once and that was it. This dude got caught 30 more times. I feel like this should be, like, a strike. Like, all right, three yeah. strikes are out. Or something like you I don't know. You guys remember that Pete Rose commercial that came out a couple of years ago where he's walking through his house and his wife kicked him out of the hallway? He's like, Damn, I'm not even allowed in the hall in my own house. That <laughs> yeah. shit had me dying, bro. <laughs> no, they, did, they definitely did a, do, they definitely did a few commercials, like you know, I mean, so he's a comedian, that's for sure. Uh, Kurt, you got anything on it, man? All the horses in the conductor. In the Kentucky Derby, they only race once, and they're like three years old. So that's wild. Yeah, and then the I, what I was reading was to breed the horses is like half a million and up. Um, if you're breeding just the horses, you have to find a mare, which is a male. Um, and then to like actually like just upkeep is like from. Low, they said low six figures to high seven. Yeah, that's wild, bro. I thought these motherfuckers just need to run around in a yard, feed oh, them bro. and some I apples look. and brush them. I think the money <laughs> is to breeding is to breeding just the, the style of horse, not the horse, just not like having the horse that just wins the race because it only wins the only can race one time. So Wait, hey, so each man. horse is only allowed to race once? Basically. It's like, I think they just keep the, the name and they pass it down. And they're not allowed to... So, they're, okay, they're, they're three years old. Bro. I don't know about that. They're not allowed to be more Google older than three years old. ESPN, bro. They're three-year-old horses, bro. That's crazy. You think they... So they pass on the name? So is there is there another Seabiscuit running around? Is that I don't know. I, I only watched the movie. That's as far as I know about horses. I watched Sea Biscuit one year. <laughs> did it? Did it? Want, it wasn't like I'll say like 10, 15 years ago, like a horse that won like three races or some shit. I don't fucking know. 
I remember that. I remember people going crazy. I've seen Biscay for the whole game, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Fuck them horses. I don't care about the Kentucky Derby. That's over with. We know that dude's a piece of shit. He shouldn't be allowed to compete anymore. But whatever, you know, apparently it's a million dollar game and people got to make money. So I respect any hustle you can get, even if you got to dope up a horse, whatever. Save the animals, though. You know, save the animals. (laughs) But we're going to move on to the NBA. We're going to talk about something incredible that just recently happened. If you didn't know, if you didn't see, I'm sure everybody knows by now, Russell Westbrook just set the record for the most triple doubles in NBA history, passing Oscar Robertson, uh, which is an incredible feat because he did it at a record-setting pace. Um, I never thought it was going to be passed. I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. I'll start off by saying that. Um, But I do think what he's done is incredible. You know, playing 2K a lot. I'm a huge 2K player. My my boy King can vouch for that. I, I always play point guard. The fact that this man is averaging a triple-double as a point guard, you can't even do that in 2K. So Five turnovers. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, We're not going to forget I, the I turnovers. I had a big-ass argument with people. Five turnovers a game, bro. No, that's I agree a- with you. I And that's one of the reasons why I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. He's not a traditional point guard. Constantly turn over the, over the ball. He has one of the worst shot selections I've ever seen in games. When this man gets pissed off, he's probably one of the people you want to stay away from because he, he's just a runaway freight train. Like, you can't stop him. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter how strong you are. He's going he's gonna to body your ass. Um, I will say that. But when it comes to shooting, decision-making, he's not the brightest in the box. Now, the reason why I'm bringing up Russell Westbrook is because I want to ask a question now. The fact that he's averaged a triple-double now for four consecutive seasons, he just set the record for most triple-doubles and counting. It's going to keep going. We don't see Russell Westbrook stop playing anytime soon. I think he's going to play for at least another five, six, seven years. He's still fairly young. Um, do you guys see him ending as, when it's all said and done, as a top-ten player of all time? Uh, King Petty Crab, I'll start with you. I said no because most people put top-ten players – like they're top 10 at championships, like championship players. You're going to put Shaq, you're going to put Kobe, you're going to put Michael Jordan, you're going to put Magic Johnson, you put you, some people put Larry Bird, you got Will Chamberlain, you got Bill Russell, fucking LeBron James, Stephen Kareem. Curry, Kareem. Like, you feel me? That's like, this, there's so many people, and that's just like, there's too many people for him to be top 10 all time. Statistically, you could put him top 10 all time. I'll say he'd be a top 10 point guard when it all ends. I agree with the top 10 point guards. But uh, right now, just just because he's done something that nobody's been able to do besides Oscar Robinson. That's why I asked for top 10 player. And I want to stay away from the point guard because I wouldn't say Russell Westbrook's uh, a point guard. I would, to me, he's a, you know, he's a combo hybrid guard, you know, point guard, shooting guard. The man, you know. He could be a center in 2K for all I care with the way he rebounds and blocks shots. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, he could be one of those hybrid 2K my my team cards. That Like, to me, that's what he really is. Um, so when it's all said and done, you don't see him being a top 10 player of all time? He has a lot of competition, but I'll... Uh... But what if he wins a ring? Would that per se... If he wins a ring, do you think... Because me personally, yeah, I think if he all- wins a ring... I think yeah. the, I think he that, immediately goes in the top ten of all time. Yeah, easily, because his four year stint of triple doubles. It, it would be incredible if he wins the Finals MVP in an NBA championship. I I don't think the I don't think that anybody can argue with that anymore. 
Uh, Johnny X Boston, what you got for me, man? What do you think about it? Yeah, if he doesn't win the championship, Ray don't win shit. That's wild. <laughs> nah, honestly, like, I'll just be real. Like, it's like Carmelo and like um, all them dudes in the 90s. Like, yeah, Sean Kim, Charles Barkley. Yeah, that's cute. But did you win a championship, though? Like, he's a great player. Yes, he did do that, but he is not a team player that brought his team to a championship. Actually, he constructed teams, like, you know what I mean, to be honest. Like, you know what I mean, that whole Harden with um with Durant, like, he broke that team up, if anything. Like, if you know what I mean, if they actually stuck together, if, they, if he could have found a way to make that team work, I feel like it was him with, his, like, the greed and everything that kind of broke that team up. But, like, yeah, Harden needed to get out of there, for sure. And no, honestly, I was, that was one of my favorite teams. No bullshit. I was that, that was my ride die team. Like I was rooting. I was OKC all day, all day. I didn't give a fuck. OKC, but like he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. It's just like yeah, you need to you know if, let's let's do it all together for team and bring a championship. And then your consider is great. You're gonna be a top ten no matter what. You put Malone. Do you put Malone in the top ten? No. Do you put um, Barkley in the top ten? No. Stockton? No. Top Cam? 10 point guard all time. Top five. I, I, think, I think John Stockton, uh, I could argue with you that John Stockton is probably the best point guard of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah, but like... And a lot of people will argue that and say Magic Johnson because Magic Johnson got rings. But to me, once again, I'm talking about true point guard. You know, John Stockton leads the league and in, in assists. Yeah, you know, no, yo, listen, that was one of the nicest white boys I've known in the 90s, man. Like Dream team uh, point guard. Once again, the only reason why fire, he lost bro. is because he that lost to Jordan. <laughs> I, I can't hold anything against that. He lost to Jordan multiple times, not once, multiple times, you know, and he had the number one team in the league for multiple years. So I think people sleep on John Stockton, how good he really no, was. No, no, no. I, I'm saying like, I'm saying that he's a definitely the, one of the best point guys, but top 10 player. Yeah, I, I don't have John Stockton in that list. But which like, is kind of crazy. I think, when but you I think feel like those think players two, guards, two shooting guards, two small forwards, two power forwards, two centers. I'm not, I'm not putting him in that on that roster. No, big facts. But I feel like those players that I said, if they won championships, they would have been in that conversation. Big facts. I, I agree 100%. Like, and no. it's kind of sad that we think about that. Um, the fact that you need a championship to solidify yourself as one of the, the top players of all time. I, all those players you mentioned, I do think are top 50 players of all time. Oh, yeah, I, I can't put them in the top 10. There's a whole bunch of great plays. Peyton, like, come on now. There's, I can out, like, out, like, honestly, you know me, I, I'm a basketball fan, but didn't, I know you guys can call a whole bunch of names, but I remember names like John Starks, all them dudes back then. Like, yo, some of these dudes deserve the ring because they balled out, but just like, yo, they didn't because they had, you know, MJ was doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot didn't. of people got robbed. A lot yeah, of people got robbed. A lot of them. Patrick Hewitt, come on now. Cambridge native, <laughs> deserved the ring, didn't get it. Nah, you got weak ass knees like Brandon Roy. <laughs> Don't deserve shit. You see, what right, Lord, Scott, you see what my man Scotty Pippen did to him? Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> so I got a list of 10 right now. You know, okay, we're, talking about, we're on, talking about the top 10. You made a please list for us? Please I got a list. Scalabrini's on there, man. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear who you guys would take out of this top 10. All right, let's go. So, so I got Kobe. I got Hakeem Olajuwon, Ooh. Bill Russell, okay, T- Tim Duncan, Ooh. Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. Larry Bird. I was talking about Larry earlier. Shaq. Yep. Kareem. Okay. LeBron. And okay. then Jordan. Damn. 
Anybody you take out of that top ten? I, I like your list. Oh. No, but for me, yeah, I'm taking you know, I'm taking one person off that list. He's gonna say Kobe. He's gonna put him Paul Pierce. Go ahead, say it. I'm still taking Akeem off, and I'm putting Steph Curry on the list. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You, you didn't name one real point guard on that list besides Magic Johnson. You didn't. Besides the only other real shooter, you have Larry Bird. I'm putting Steph Curry on bro. that list, bro. All right. Back to the thing with Westbrook too. Playoff record, bro. Trash, bro. He's he's on Trash. the same, bro. He he's on the same thing, Chris Paul, bro. They have to make it to the, at least the NBA Finals. That's something that Barkley, Carmelone, all these guys that never got rings at least did, at least got to the finals, bro. So Westbrook's made it to the finals, bro. When? What do you mean? They lost to the Heat. Wow. Come on, bro. Well, KD, all right. Yeah, say no more. No, but they did. <laughs> no, say, I'm just saying. He did it a while ago, but he did it. But that was, that was pre, pre-triple-double. Like, yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, he had KD. Still hitting off the backboard. <laughs> Um, but you know, they they were a lot younger when that happened. Now now this dude, you know, he he's in his prime. I think Westbrook is in his prime right now. I think that's there's no fault. I mean, unless this man gets a consistent jump years. shot. If he gets a consistent jump shot, uh, it's too late. Then too it's late. a wrap. Do win win MVP every year. If he's able to shoot like fifty percent from the field, and then bring down those turnover numbers, I don't I don't think it's a contest. I think he would win MVP every year, as long uh, as his team is on the playoff contentions. I still think the league, uh, James Harden of that MVP when they gave it to him. I agree with you, but they only did that because of the triple double, one hundred percent. They only did that because of that. So, currently, right now, Russell Westbrook is thirty-four all-time scoring, and he's twelfth in assists. Let's say he gets in the top ten in scoring. Not happening. Let's say well, just hypothetically. And I, I think moves. he can easily get into the top ten for scoring. Nah, he can get top top fifteen. Wait, isn't Melo top ten right now? Melo is, is officially top ten. He's close to being number nine. Um, he Westbrook's can definitely hit number that, nine bro. by next season. Westbrook's gonna beat that. He had more consecutive games. I I honestly think um he could easily pass that because Melo had a lot of time off. He missed a lot of games when uh, nobody would give him a chance. And now when he does play, what? he doesn't get that many points. He was almost averaging 30. I understand that. But you act like Westbrook don't put up points, bro. Right now, he's got 21,813. So you think he's going to crack there? Ugh, I guess. It, you can easily I will see. Father time will tell, man. Really will. Because, <laughs> uh, okay, so he does. So when it's all said and done, him or LeBron, no rings included. I like that question. If 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 LeBron James never won a ring, who's the better player? I'm giving it to Russell Westbrook. Okay. Let's add Luka in that picture. It, it's tough because, you know, LeBron and uh, Westbrook, they both played years in the league. I'll take Luka over Westbrook any day, bro. I mean, I agree with you 100%. I'm not, I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. I would pick Luka over Westbrook. But it, when, you, when you said it's all said and done, I've seen Westbrook year in, year out, put in work and show us the stats. Luke, Luke is still young, man. Like, Luca still has to prove himself to me. A lot of people think he's an MVP talent, and I agree with that. I don't think he can I get think he's going to win one anytime soon. Nah, I think there's too much, there's too much, there's too much legends ahead of him. 
Yo, and 100%. Kind of, I do I do see uh, uh, Zion and John Morant and other people, Jason Tatum, competing with Luka down the line for MVPs. But I, I don't see – if Luka ever gets one, it will be legit one. And But I don't see it happening anytime soon, at least not in the next few years. But, all right, guys, that's enough in the NBA talk. I think we all agree that when it's all said and done, Russell Westbrook won't be in the top 10 greatest players of all time. But we do think he is a great player. We will say that. We're going to move over to baseball, and we're going to talk about something that's very strange right now. You have the number one team in baseball with the Oakland A's who are dealing with a situation where they're looking at relocating their team. Now, I can understand if there was no fans or if they're not making any money, but you're talking about the number one team in baseball right now. How does that sound or how does that look for your city? Um, uh, Lord Fish, I'll start with you. What do you think about that? I think it's kind of ridiculous. And I will say this right now, as of tonight, the Red Sox beat them 8-1. Earlier, they, they, were, they, they were up 8 nothing, and I saw that they gave up one. But um, Yeah, they, they gave up one. So, so they're tied for the best record in the AL right now. In the NL, there's, the Giants have the best. The Giants and uh, the Cardinals. But, I, I mean, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, Oakland, everybody always leaves Oakland. I mean, you look at the Raiders back in the day. They went to L.A. They came back. Golden State Warriors, they left Oakland to go to San Francisco. I mean, the biggest thing we talked about was that for them to be a contender, they need better facilities. The stadium's just not cutting it. Um, yeah, and they were working on getting a water-themed ballpark, and uh, the plans just fell through. Yeah. And now they're talking about if it does come through, they're not going to have it for another few years. So and they need better facilities. So now you have one of the best teams in all of baseball, one of the last teams in all of Oakland who's actually winning. And the crazy part is the teams you named, the Raiders, they weren't winning. But the the Warriors and the Oakland A's, these are winning teams. And now yeah. they're talking and they relocated and they're moving. Um, so it's kind of sad for all those Oakland fans, but you know, they're in LA, so I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. But um we got like 20 teams. Yeah, exactly. They have plenty of teams in California. So now the, the question comes in, what city do you think is deserving of the Oakland A's? Um, and what do you think their team name will be called? Like, I, I don't even have any ideas of what they would change their name to. Uh, do you think they keep the name A's? Like, if uh, yeah. they to Portland, Oregon, do they become the Portland A's? Like, what, what do you see? Of course, they'll keep the A's. Um, I have the most interesting city that they will go to. Um, so I'm going to save that for last. So. Circle back around to me. I definitely want to bring this up last. We'll get into it. All right, cool. Uh, Kurt, what you got for me, man? What do you think? I think as someone who lives in Oakland, I said not someone who, not as me, but I think, like, as a fan of, like, Oakland, it's kind of fucking sad. Oh, dude, I would be bullshit. Imagine this happening in Boston. Like, we lost the Celtics. We lost the Bruins. I'm stopping. Then all of a sudden, like the Patriots. I mean, Patriots are New England, so no matter what, they're going to be around here somewhere. They would never leave fully. Um, but like, imagine like the Boston Red Sox leaving Fenway Park. Like, what the fuck? Hey, the <laughs> the Braves did it. That's how they became the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, the you're Boston absolutely right. But I, I can't see the Red Sox going. I, I don't see that. Happening. That's that's. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think it's just sad kind of sucks too because it's like think about like seattle seattle has every probably every sport except basketball 
and that's probably like the main thing they wish they had. You're right, because they have the Seattle crack in their hockey team that's about to get a start. So, wow, but they couldn't do basketball though. They're, 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 their uh, colors and logos dope, by the way. I can't wait to see them get on the ice. <laughs> um, Kurt, do you have a city in mind for um the A's if they get moved? What city would you like to see them play in? What what city or state do you think deserves a team? I don't know. Probably somewhere in the Middle East. Middle said Middle East, Midwest. So I know, uh, I know Tennessee is one of the <laughs> options. And I was talking to Johnny X Boston earlier about them possibly going to Tennessee. I think that would be pretty dope because right Tennessee, now all they have Tennessee? is the Titans. Baseball, though? Well, they do baseball down there? Yeah, so once again, college sports over there, Tennessee yeah, volunteers. Down, you know, yeah. everybody loves their baseball team. North um, Carolina. Once again, everybody loves the Titans. So I think them getting a baseball team would be really good for the city. I think they'll get a loyal fan base right away. But Tennessee A's doesn't sound right to me. Maybe that of Carolina. That that's my number one pick. I think they should go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, it'd be dope if like uh, Michael Jordan got involved. We all know he's a huge baseball fan. The dude already he has a NASCAR team, so I would not be surprised if they moved the team to Charlotte, North Carolina. If Michael Jordan got involved, I, I can't see them keeping the name A's though. It'd be yeah. dope if they switched to Jays and they were the Carolina Jays. Just throwing that out there. I think that would be fire. <laughs> you know, you know, he's bringing that that uh, North Carolina blue with him. Yo, yo, that would be fire. I mean, well, that's the thing. They have the Toronto Blue Jays, and they kind of have that blue. So I don't, don't know how matter. that would work. How many teams got red? How many teams got blue? How many teams got white? No, no, no I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they could definitely do the Carolina blue. It's a little lighter than the Toronto blue, but um, I I think it could work. I think it could work. I just don't know if the name Jays would work because of the Blue Jays. We'll we'll see what happens though. Johnny, you got a thought on the city or anything like that for the Oakland A's? Honestly, I think they should keep it on the West Coast, man. Like just leave that, like leave it over there. Like, so I was what? Thinking, move like, it, move it close to Portland because it's right there. I was thinking about that. I remember, I remember seeing that was like British Columbia, Vancouver. I'm like, nah, I'm thinking another Canadian team is gonna do it. Like honestly, Portland. I, I honestly want to keep them in Oakland. Just keep it like OG how it used to be. Like the fact that they want to move it and just like change it up. You know. Oh. I guess sometimes they do want change, but like, yeah, I think like Portland, keep it or just keep it on the West Coast. I'm not sure, but like a fan base that actually wants it and deserves it. Fuck yeah. it, LV. That's what I was. That's another <laughs> option. Like I was thinking, you know, with them getting the Raiders, you know, they're they're being very successful over there. You know, they have the Golden Knights. It makes sense for Las Vegas to put their name in the hat and get a baseball team in Las Vegas, and then we could see more shit show fans show up at the games. <laughs> uh lord fish what do you got for us man i know you want us to end with you what all right the city? are you gonna say las vegas or are you gonna no. say hawaii what are you gonna no. do? let me hear it let me hear it so this city you know they give a lot of respect they give a lot of support to uh the local basketball team and the local football team out there i'm gonna say louisville kentucky where louisville sluggers are made you know that city, oh, man, that's dope. That city does not have one professional team, and they give plenty of support to the college teams out there. I they definitely the, the they, they could switch in the Louisville Sluggers. You know, it's nostalgic. It fits. You, got, you got the name ready and everything. Louisville yeah. Sluggers. <laughs> that would be yo. That would be a fire logo. Yeah, I, they I definitely need something out there. 
I don't even know what 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 kind of logo they would come up with. Do you like do you just have a bat? Do you have a guy holding the bat, smashing the ball? Like I, I don't know, man. I think that would be I think I think that's very clever. Yeah. I think you should reach out to the Oakland A's, see if you can get some money off this idea. I mean, the city's big too. They got six hundred and twenty thousand people there. They definitely got the space and you know, they need something. That city deserves it. There's no professional sports teams in Kentucky. All around good idea. All right, true that. I respect that. All right, that was a good pick. Um, we're gonna move on. We're gonna stick on baseball, but this will be our last topic of the show. We're gonna talk about our hometown team, the Boston Red Sox. Now, I don't know if you guys have been following closely. Like Bobby said earlier, we just beat the Oakland A's. Right now, we're tied for the best record in the AL. Right now, we're, we're moving on all cylinders, and we're missing our ace in Chris Sale. He should be coming back in the next couple months from injury. Um, what are you guys thinking? Have you guys been paying attention? Do you guys think we have a chance to contend for a World Series this year? King Crab, I'll start with you, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I think we do. I think Boston teams usually always have a good, a good gist of reaching the championships. But the thing with the Red Sox over the years, they always be up and down. Like, one year we'll win it. Next year, Next we're, year we're last place. Yeah. Legit, went into last place, went into last place. Yeah. That shit's always happening, man. Like, we're never – we usually never mediocre. Like, either it's either we win it or we just lose it all. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And last year, we were absolutely terrible, you know, with losing Mookie. You know, that was heartbreaking. You know, I was happy to see him win another World Series. Just like I was happy to see Brady and Gronk win another Super Bowl. Love and respect for those guys. Those are some of my favorite players. But, you know, the fact that, you know – our, our biggest question was our pitching. And once again, right now, we're, we're without our ace and our bats are holding up right now. I think we have one of the best batting lineups in all of baseball. I think we can compete against anybody right now. When we get Chris Sale back, hopefully we can make a move um, to get a trade to get somebody else on the roster. But I definitely think we have a chance to go all the way this year, even though nobody ever gave us that credit. Um, I, I gave Bloom some shit. Chain uh, Bloom, our GM, when he uh, got rid of fucking uh, Mookie Betts. But so far, he's done everything right, and he's proven me wrong. Uh, I'm still mad about losing Mookie, but, you know, it looks like things are looking good for the Red Sox in the future right now. J.D. Martinez and all these other guys, Bogarts, they're all playing really good right now, and I'm very excited. Um, Lord Fish, you got anything on the topic for me, man? So, I mean, it's too early to call and see how far these guys are going to go. But uh, definitely firing all cylinders. Their relief pitching could be a little bit better, but so far uh, – what do I got? Rodriguez and uh, Pavetta. They're not doing too bad. Pitching pretty good. The other three, not too, not so well. And uh, Devers has been absolutely clutch. But the four biggest batters right now are uh, actually five. Are J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, Vasquez, and uh, Verdugo. I mean, if they can keep it up, we'll see how, how they progress over the season and everything like that. But if they can keep this up, and you know, maybe some of their back-end hitters can do a little bit better. Maybe we have a chance of contention and going all the way. As as far as I'm concerned, I know we're gonna get further than the Yankees, and that's all that fucking matters. Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> Johnny, you got anything to add on that, man? I love, uh, bro. You know how it is to be a Boston fan, man. We all took like literally, like we always going to the chat. It doesn't matter if. It, even our soccer team, they haven't won it, but they always even going to the championship. Wow, they, you brought they, up the revolution. For those who don't know, yes, New England has a soccer team. Yeah, the we revolution. Won, we mean everything. 
Like even the lacrosse team, the Cannons, whatever New England Cannons, they were winning at one point. But that's why that's all I expect is to win. That's it. I, I respect that. Yeah, that that's that's why we're called Champ City. That's yeah, we are. Like, we are Champ City. We are the number one sports city in the world. I don't think anybody can compete with that. I think it's no question. Yeah, it's because the cheating ass Celtics. <laughs> Bro, we won one championship. In, in my lifetime, oh, what, Rob Kobe of his six, bro. R.I.P. My man's robbed him of his six with the doo the doo fake elbow injury or whatever the shit was. That's why Paul Pierce don't got a job. Shout out, Ooh. shout out, my man Peasy. Yo, first of all, shit. no job. Shout out to Paul Peasy. Pierce. Paul Pierce is doing big things right now. You know, he, he got his own, you know, lot. he got his new weed venture going on. I'm excited for Paul Pierce's future. He didn't need ESPN anyway. He was, he was just already He was just—he's just collecting his paychecks, and he just recently sold his home in Calabasas for mad money. Pierce yeah. is doing everything right now. He's winning because he's going oh. broke. <laughs> Bro, you're bugging if you think he's going broke. Putting <laughs> his all his money in the neighborhood in the neighborhood weed man. All right, Chris, since, since, since you're talking trash, let me hear your final thoughts on the day, man. Let, let's let's end this podcast right, man. What you got for me? Oh, who? I'm starting it off. Yeah, yeah, let's see what you got to say. I want to show uh, you up I'll as quick as possible. Please tune in into the NBA. Uh, NBA, the NBA playoffs are starting soon. Uh, please root for the Bruins because I need new fucking. I need a parade or something. Ooh. I need something. You you think if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup, we'll get a parade, a pandemic oh. parade? I know we all we all saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers celebrating down in Florida, but you think Dude, we'll get a parade? That shit was lit. Bro, the about, they were on boats, and Tom Brady yeah. wasn't off the boat. That's how drunk his ass was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like a great <laughs> fucking time. But Florida right. Florida doesn't have restrictions like we have up here, so. They, well, they, they, they might do a little duck tour. That's what they were going to do. They're going to do a little duck tour in the water. That's what they're going to do, right? What you thinking, Fish? Think you get a parade? I mean, probably. It probably wouldn't be too big. You know, it'd be from a distance. CDC passed the rule. All vaccinated people don't gotta wear masks. Yeah, who? How you gonna know if no, I'm no. vaccinated? Or not all I have to say is I'm vaccinated. Nobody's gonna check me. I don't. So, I, honestly, I think that, honestly, it's gonna be crazy. Like to be real, with that whole Boston said that they don't care what the CDC says. You still gonna have to wear your mask. So don't play that, bro. I, I work in a public setting in a in a in a mall, and uh, people have already tried pulling a. Well, I got the vaccination. I don't need to wear it anymore. And the mall straight up said, "We don't care." You're wearing a mask, and if you don't wear it, you, you need to leave. So, so actually, I feel like this whole summer is gonna be crazy. Because remember how last year, like people didn't want to wear the mask because oh, I don't, I'm America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the God-given right. Watch, watch. This summer is gonna be crazy. They're gonna be like, oh, the CDC said I don't. Watch, people are gonna bang up in stores, and it's gonna be wild, bro. Watch, it's gonna be something crazy. We'll see that. what happens because I know the White House don't agree with it, so it's some something's gonna come of it, but. I don't care about none of that politics. Right, yeah. We're not if, if there's a parade, like if there's a parade, I'll be there. That's all I know. Mask or no mask, I'm gonna be at that parade. Shout out my man Fish, man. Y'all got fish going <laughs> crazy over there, man. He's his skin is itching. <laughs> Yo, John, you, you already saw his face. All right, John. You got any, you got any, you got a final, final thoughts? thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Nah, honestly, um, no. Wow, that's that's a, no, we welcome it. to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, well, welcome, Johnny. Happy to have you. Yeah, yes. you want to do a little introduction? Tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Nah, you know. Yeah, real quick. Who's your favorite hero? What's your favorite cereal? We don't give a fuck, Bobby. Why would you ask that? Honestly, <laughs> if anybody do want to know, you know what I mean? But no, nah, honestly, it was a great podcast. I appreciate you guys having me. You know what I mean? Hopefully be here again. But yeah, you know what I mean? This, this uh, what do you mean, bro? We got another segment coming up tomorrow. For those who don't know, J. Cole's album drops tonight at midnight. Uh, we'll be getting into that on another day. We will we'll be doing an album review. But once again, that's for our entertainment segment. You will see John a lot on that as well. Uh, Bobby, you got any final thoughts for me, man? I got a lot to talk about. Um, so real quick, just want to do a shout out to uh, Colt Brennan. You know, the dude that put Hawaii football on the map, dead at 37, overdose. But, uh, yeah, he's the one that put the Rainbow Warriors on the map between 05 and 07. RIP. We got uh, J. Cole signed with the Rwanda Patriots. Going to be playing basketball in that tournament. Respect. Yep. Uh, first game goes on May 16th. It's a NBA-affiliated tournament. Yo, how do we watch that? Are we going to be able to watch that? Sure. It's going to be tough. So it's uh, entirely on ESPN in Africa. I'm, yeah. I'm an ESPN Plus member. I feel like I should be able to watch this game. So for anybody that doesn't know, I know these guys know, J. Cole was a stud when he played ball in North Carolina in high school. He was a walk-on at St. John's, but uh, and ended up taking it to the side real quick because um, – his music career kicked off. He's currently the second um, second artist to ever sign a professional contract behind Master P, who played with the Hornets and the Raptors in 98 and 99 in the preseasons. He's 6'2", he's 36. Uh, I looked at the league. It looks like he's pretty good. Um, there's a couple American players over there, but they're mostly club teams from all over, from Egypt, uh, Rwanda, and a few other places. Ah, you got anything else, man? All right. So, real quick, doing a rundown sporting events. This weekend, NBA's got eight games on Friday, six games on Saturday, 15 games on Sunday. Angels come to Boston Friday through Sunday for a three-game series. Saturday, we have U2, UFC 262 in Houston. will be the lightweight championship between Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler. We have the NHL playoffs. That starts Saturday. Round one, Bruins versus Capitals. That's all I got. Let's go, bees. All right, guys, and I'm going to end with my final note. Once again, I'm just pissed off Jalen Brown got hurt. You know, it's not his fault. I'm happy he's getting the surgery to take care of it. So next season, we're good. But once again, we, we start off the playing tournament against the Charlotte Hornets. We should be good there. But as long as we win, which we should win, we should be playing the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and I'm very excited to see that series, JB or no JB. I'm just happy to see the Celtics in the playoffs. Um, free JT. We need, what you say, free JT? Yeah, man, free. You need him out of Boston? Yes, dog. I have a couple friends that are pretty pissed off that he signed that contract with Boston, thinking he made a career mistake. Um, I highly disagree, um, but we'll see what happens, because with us losing, I feel like Brad and Danny need to blow up the team next season. We need to move some pieces around, and we need to get get this man some help. We need a big man in Boston. So you I'm first, and the Warriors. All right, enough of him. All right, guys, I'm your host Afro. Thank you, Johnny Boston, for joining us. Thank you, Lord Fish. Thank you, King Crab. 
you guys enjoy your night and i hope you guys subscribe like and follow you'll catch us on spotify youtube apple music will be everywhere what are you doing with your finger bro what's happening all right i got a real quick thing to say so <laughs> gotten a lot of great feedback just want to give a quick shout out to the fans everyone that's listened keep listening the show is only going to get better as it progresses sky's the limit thank you thank you guys enjoy your night Jeez. more life more hatred <laughs> Thank you.